are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for making Locked On Flames your first listen of the day. We are flying high on Victory Friday here at Locked On Flames, and we have a road trip ahead of us. You know, we can't, can't allow ourselves to get uh, too excited, but the Flames did shut out the Detroit Red Wings, and they are on to Washington, D.C. They... It was a 3-0 win. Can't complain there. Uh, Kachuk had his game-winning goal in the third period, and Markstrom had 33 saves, and it was the ninth shutout of his career, and of course, the first of the season. The Flames are finally in the win column, earning those two points, and we could not be happier, and things are just going to keep going, and moving along you know it's a long season and we cannot allow ourselves to get too hung up on the big wins the big losses and everything in between we just have to keep moving and speaking of keeping moving uh Lindholm and Mangiapane scored last night keeping their fire going and letting the opponent know that they're not going anywhere it was a multi-point night for Johnny Gaudreau as well, and he had uh, two assists, but do not allow his multi-point night distract you from the fact that Goodbranson also had a two-point night, uh, of course, <laughs> with assists on uh, two goals as well. It's really great to see this team kind of come out and shake that dust off and just go out there and win. You know, there were definitely moments where I was nervous. I think that it's fair to say that the Red Wings probably should have gotten at least a goal. Uh, The broadcast I was watching just kept saying, oh, you know, like, uh, the Red Wings, they're gonna, they have three goals in them. They're gonna net three goals here in the final period. And I was like, I don't think that this team has it in them. I don't think that <laughs> the Red Wings really uh, looked deflated last night. I mean, they still look like a good team, but just didn't didn't look like a team that could push out three goals in a matter of 20 minutes. But, you know, this is a long season. Starting out the road trip on a win is huge. And I think that there were necessary adjustments made for this team to succeed. And... That does not mean Brett Ritchie needs to be on a second line, but it does mean that things are clicking and working on defense as well. Um, I thought that Mangiapane just looked absolutely fantastic out there, but one thing that I did notice was that he recorded the least amount of ice time uh, for all Flames players, so not entirely sure what Daryl was doing there, but... I guess that's kind of what happens when you're buried on the fourth line. I was hoping to see more of him and, you know, maybe they're saving him for Washington, which is, of course, happening tomorrow. Uh, You guys get some morning hockey. That's kind of exciting. We don't have morning hockey here on the East Coast, Uh, but I'm hopeful, you know, can't, can't just write off uh, a game because, you know, there is a 50% chance you win. There's a 50% chance you lose. And of course... 
there's still chances of you getting a, a loser point. So, <laughs> you know, you get kind of got to go with the flow there. But I really liked what I saw from the Flames last night. I thought that uh, they looked competitive. They looked like they were <laughs> an actual NHL team rather than, um, you know, I've called them in the past a beer league team. They just, they didn't look slow. They didn't look sluggish. They looked like they had some fire under their butts and like they wanted to be there. So that's always great to see, you know. Uh, uh, again, really, really confused as to why Johnny Gaudreau doesn't have an A. But I'm not going to, going to read too much into it because they were talking about it on the broadcast last night about how Johnny hasn't signed and, uh, you know, he's not sure if he's going to be here long term and whatnot, but, you know, Matthew Kachuk hasn't either, and he earned an A. So, it's just a little confusing, but alas, <laughs> all of it is nonsense. We heard Johnny won't be giving much uh, talk, or he won't be giving the media much to go with for that contract, and that's fine. I think that that's fair. It's not really something he should be focusing on right now. I think main priority should be winning these hockey games and trying to walk away with at least a point. And it's so important for this team to have a successful season and also a postseason. Now, I'm not talking like making a deep run here, but, you know, they do need to <laughs> at least make it out of the first round or really make it out of the freaking Pacific Division first. But coming up next, we are going to be talking about their upcoming trip to Washington, D.C. And what what we can expect to see from the Washington Capitals. But first, let's talk about Built Bar. You guys know that I love my protein bars and they're my Built Bars are my favorite because they're covered in 100% chocolate and they offer <laughs> nutritious value to them where uh, my candy bars don't and I would much rather be putting uh, 17 to 18 grams of protein into my body and only like 130 to 180 calories versus all those carbs and calories. So right now I am mowing down on some orange uh, built Bars. You know, I get some vitamin C in me because I'm clearly not feeling my best and you can get your built Bars at built.com today and you can head on over to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. So, the Flames are off to D.C. Well, they actually had practice there this morning, this afternoon. Um, I have a friend who works at the Ice Complex or the Capital One Iceplex, and she said that the Flames players were very nice. Most of them greeted her. She works the front desk, and they said hi uh, as they <laughs> walked in, which is always nice. So the Flames are set to play the Washington Capital Saturday morning, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time and 1 p.m. Eastern. And <laughs> the Capitals are a little bit scary, you know. They're 3 and one they're an older team, but I mean, I think that they're still a very competitive team. Their point leaders are Kuzi and Ovi with eight and Tom Wilson with five. <sighs> yes, we are playing Tom Wilson and it's important to remember that 
physicality is not the only thing you need to win a hockey game. You actually need to play hockey. So I'm going to need Kuchuk and uh, Lucic to keep their hands to themselves unless told otherwise. <laughs> uh you know, the one good thing about this Flames team is that they are one of the best defensive teams in the league since Daryl Sutter has come uh, come in and taken over. So they do have that going for them. But one of my biggest issues with <laughs> with this team is, of course, just um, how quickly they're able to let the air out of their tires. I think it's very easy for them to have this uh, loss of confidence and motivation if they let up a go-ahead goal. You know, if they're not the first team on the board, they it's like they have to work five times harder to get one back. And it's just, it's so frustrating and so weird to watch because I feel like most teams aren't like that. Like, they're just so used to going and they'll do whatever it takes to get to you know, that next goal. And it's not uh, them getting in their heads or overthinking everything. It's just straightforward hockey. And I don't know, I, I don't think I've seen it too much this season, but I'm, I am relying heavily on last season because obviously much larger sample size there. But I just, I want to see the Flames get out ahead early. I think that that is going to be necessary. I think that their defense is truly going to have to step up. They are going to have to play um, what I like to call like not vintage Winnipeg Jets because that makes me sound old but probably like four to five years ago and how in your face they were with their defense and kind of like how the New York Islanders play. They need to just be in attack mode all the time and I really think that Andrew Mangiapane needs to be on the ice more. I think that he offers that fantastic two-way, 200-foot hockey game that no one else on the team has, and he needs to be there, and this team needs to, <laughs> needs to not take avoidable penalties. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. They need to not take avoidable penalties. Huge thing there, because if there's one thing the Caps can do, it is truly capitalize on a man advantage and I would just hate to see the flames go you know even more in the red with a point deficit because somebody on the team is taking you know an avoidable penalty something like a delay of game or um you know they slashing or tripping or hooking because uh of their uh, emotions so their emotions and their inability to <laughs> kind of control them. But again, I think that there are a lot of things that the Flames do naturally well that they aren't going to have to work hard for. I think that, you know, that top line has really, really come together. Even though it's been three games, they look great together. And I would love to see more success from them, especially I want to see Gaudreau start scoring goals. And I want to see him just find that success on the first line again because, you know, we saw it last season and we've seen how great he's done. Like, I'm not trying to knock him, but I would love to see him start scoring. And it's important for 
the first line to just all be on the same page. And it's also important for the rest of the team to be on the same page. But right now, with the way that Manji, not sorry, uh, Lindholm is playing, I really, really want to see Kachuk and Gaudreau just step it up because it shouldn't all be on uh, Lindholm's back here. But we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed and see what tomorrow brings for the team. Uh, I will be live tweeting the game. I hope that you all are awake and ready for the game. And (laughs) coming up next, we will have our winners and losers of the week. But first, let's talk about Bet Online AG. Okay, so if you listen to the show, you already know that sports betting is a huge deal. And you know that you're going to want to head on over to Bet Online to place your bets, place your, uh, you know, get get in, get out in front of the action for Sunday football and college football. Uh, we got the NLCS going on. We got the ALCS, Red Sox trying to force game seven tonight. And um, why not bet on it and get, get your money ready? <laughs> Head on over to Bet Online AG today. Sign up for a free account and earn a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code Locked On. Yes, that's a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code Locked On. Locked On Flames continues. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you know, winners and losers of the week are always fun to do. I enjoy (laughs) kind of poking fun at a few um, different things, whether it be people or the certain leagues or really anything. And I think winners and losers of the week are a great way to do that. So my winners are the Chicago Sky for, of course, winning the WNBA championship, uh, Candace Parker, won another ring and um (laughs) I don't I I'm not a huge basketball fan but I do think that the WNBA is a lot more entertaining to watch than the NBA in my opinion um the talent there is unbelievable and the competitiveness of uh just both teams Chicago and oh my goodness I for uh Phoenix I believe it was Phoenix Mercury. Phoenix Mercury. They played in the finals, and it was just so competitive. And there was this level of talent that was <clears throat> truly incredible to watch. I thought I had a blast, and it felt like it came down to the final minutes. I thought that was just so much fun, and really got me into the W even more. Uh, you know, so definitely find a team if you have to. I say find a team. I don't know who I'll root for next year. I didn't really have a dog in any race, but uh, Chicago is one of my favorite cities to visit, so happy they won. And the losers are also the WNBA because they didn't put out any jerseys of the star players at, like, Dick's Sporting Goods or, um, like, they weren't available online or anything. And I believe if you want a jersey... Or if you wanted a jersey during the season, you had to order it and customize it and hope that it got here because of shipping delays and things like that. So it was just a mess. And then 
one store had to put out a sign that said, no, we don't carry WNBA merch. And it was a store in Chicago. So it was just kind of like, why wasn't, you know, this stuff thought of or anything? It was a little frustrating because, you know, like, I guarantee you there's Houston Astros ALCS merch, like, ready to go and ready to be fired off as soon as, you know, they if they win tonight. So it's just like, a matter of um, priority from the people who are in charge of that, and it just doesn't feel like there is one. So, a uh, huge L to them. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another week of Locked on Flames, and I'm hoping on Monday I sound better and we will be back on YouTube. Thank you all so much, and don't forget to subscribe and to follow wherever you get your podcasts. I'll st- see you then. Bye-bye.